everybody and welcome to today's episode of Vivi and Co. I am so excited for today's episode because it's officially the first episode where you're meeting and and Co. Yeah. <laughs> Say hello to Susanna. And Co. Yeah. <laughs> Susanna is a really, really great friend of mine. We do a lot of business stuff together. We've known each other for a few years now. Um, and some of you OG people might remember that we did a few episodes back when we had yeah. the first season of Honesty Time. Honesty Time, time. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, today we're talking all about pivoting and feeling mm. the fear and that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. Do you want to introduce yourself a little bit to people first who might not know yeah. you? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So my name is Susanna. <laughs> I am I'm like a small town girl who has been living now in Helsinki for I think eight years now. Uh, but like deep down, I'm a small town girl from Manta. Just a uh, small town. Girl. Just yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I really love like nature. I have like I grew up around forests and lakes so that's like really big part of me and I'm a big like family person mm -hmm. so I've been married for four years uh, and uh, then I'm an auntie yeah. to the <laughs> cutest little girl I'm a I'm an adopted auntie to her yes. niece as well that's like <laughs> exactly she calls me auntie Vivi I'm very impressed with this yes. but yeah <laughs> I just texted her before that that Like, please call today. Vivi, Aunt Vivi is here. Oh, that's so <laughs> We're recording. Don't call <laughs> until next hour. Yeah, but I like family is everything for me, really. And that includes like friends that I can call family too. Mm -hmm. And like, that's that's pretty much like what my whole life like goes around with that, that those values, like family values. Yeah, but like r right now, like I'm a wedding photographer. Like, that's what I've been doing. Uh, for I don't know how many years maybe eight years or something and then I have like this other part of my professional life like I was studying um, like educational psychology for mm -hmm. seven years and I just graduated last year so that was like a big pivoting moment for me yeah that we're gonna talk about but like those two worlds have been with me for a very long time yeah. like teaching and then photography and uh, now it's uh it's time for something new Ooh, exciting. Yeah. um i want to go a little bit also into how we know each other and yeah. how like this relationship has developed over time as well so that people can kind of understand what is yeah. going on um so we met each other three years ago yes right Three, yeah. yeah, three years, coming up on three years. Yeah, yeah. almost. Do you want to tell the story of our first <laughs> <laughs> encounter? <laughs> It's so funny. Like, I think, like, I can't remember which one was the first to send, like, an Instagram message I'm or something. I'm pretty sure it was me. I think Probably. I, it's usually me. I think it was, like, your post. You, you made a post about, yeah. like, moving to Finland and something mm -hmm. about that. And then maybe I commented, like, hey, I'm, I live in Helsinki. Like, if you ever want to come, yeah. I can show you around, show you some nice cafes. I don't know if I ever did that, though. <laughs> show you any nice cafes. Uh, I think we found them together. We found them yeah. together. <laughs> Yeah, but that that was like you announced that you are moving mm -hmm. to Finland. And then we started talking, like with DMs, like once you move, we should really just like meet and chat and, and everything because we're both photographers. And and then, then the time came when you moved and you had settled down. And then we met for a lunch 
And it was so funny because like that lasted like three and a half hours or something. <laughs> it was so good. I remember messaging Kieran and like being like, oh, I'm just meeting Susanna now. And yeah. I thought it was going to be like an hour or something. Yeah, yeah And too. then like after we finished, I was like, oh, I'm so sorry, babe. It turned out to be longer yeah. than I expected. It was, yeah. <laughs> that was so funny. And then like one one funny little detail is that we spoke like English the whole time because uh-huh. I didn't know that you speak Finnish too. <laughs> And this was back in the time where I also like I was really uncomfortable speaking yeah. Finnish because I had just moved here. I'd lived mm. my whole life abroad. So like yeah. moving to Finland, I was like, if someone speaks English to me, I'm just going to take it. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, I'm not going to try and correct them. Yeah. But I remember at the like end of our meeting, we mm. were like, I said to you, I was like, is it more comfortable for you yeah, to speak yeah. in Finnish? Or like, something? You speak Finnish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am Finnish. <laughs> All right. And yeah. from there, a great friendship blossomed. Yes. And we started to also do our like work together from yeah. the co-working space and stuff yeah. quite regularly. And then... Yeah, we yeah. had like same dream. Yeah. Like that's where it started. I think like the whole thing when we realized that we have the same dream yeah. about like co-working culture basically yeah. like community-based culture mm-hmm. with your co-workers so that you're not competing against each other exactly so that's what what we wanted to bring to to our community yeah and then we did that also yeah, yeah. so we're jumping three years into the future yeah where where are we at now yes <laughs> we are we are in crazy times <laughs> it's been a crazy year it's yeah. been like a bit of a crazy year 2020 Hashtag never again. No, not really. I would do it all over again. I'm just saying. Like it was a it was a huge year, yeah. and and I think that has like it speeded up some processes that were in the making, mm-hmm. and I'm like that's what I'm really grateful about for 2020. Yeah. Then it it made some big scary changes mm. happen a lot faster. Yeah. So where we are right now is that, well, last summer I graduated from university and that kind of changed my day-to-day life a lot. Like I didn't have this huge chunk of studies mm. to, to make. So uh, my original plan was to become like a full-time wedding photographer after I graduate. Mm. And then that was kind of my plan. And then everything changed with the wedding industry. Mm and uh, the whole world basically and then it came time to kind of kind of like see like is this really what I want still and then what was your situation so at the same time I was going through a process where I was uh we we were talking about our future with Kieran and we were talking Mm -hmm. a lot about like what the future looks like and once we have kids what does that look like and what does my business look like when that happens Mm -hmm. And I, A, I was getting really fed up with the like admin side of the Mm -hmm. work. I was like very, very tired of doing that because it's not where my passion lies. Like freaking invoicing, like who enjoy (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, (laughs) but like it, it just wasn't my thing anymore. And like building systems around stuff, like I had gotten my business to a point where it was just kind of ticking over, but Mm -hmm. that stuff required still that work and that energy. And I didn't feel like I had that energy Mm -hmm. to give. Um, and then we were talking about our like family and what we wanted to look like long-term. And Mm -hmm. I realized that like what I was doing wasn't sustainable for the life that I wanted to have. Mm. Um, yeah. And then in come you. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And then basically we just like 
came together and like step by step we realized that we kind of we have been having these same kind kinds of thoughts that maybe this like solopreneur mm. thing is not sustainable long term. I like, love that word. Solopreneur. Yeah. That's a really good word. Yeah. yeah. And like I have come to realize that like I don't really I don't really believe in doing everything alone mm. anymore. Like after the couple first years, yeah. like then usually you just have to do that in the beginning. But yeah. like long term, like I realized that if I'm just gonna keep doing my business just alone, then there's like two end results. Like one is I'm gonna be poor at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I have to like I I have to limit my time. Like yeah. I can't be working twenty four seven. And then the other option is okay, if I want to make a living out of this, then I'm gonna be burned out. Yeah. And I really don't want to be either, yeah. either of those. So something has to change. Like I can't, I can't be like one person who, who does a job of like 15 yeah. people. So. And I think the other thing is like we, neither of us are the kind of people who are satisfied with mediocrity. Yeah. Like yeah. we both exactly. have very big dreams. Like yeah. we don't, yeah. like we don't believe in this like half-hearted mm. lifestyle. Mm. Like we, we're very like all in or nothing kind yeah. of people. Yeah. So maybe we were like we were both having that kind of process as well where mm. it was kind of like in order to have the life that we want to have and yeah. to ha- our businesses to succeed to the level that we want it to succeed yeah this is no longer sustainable yeah exactly um, whereas if we were okay with just like passing mm. you know yeah. we probably could have handled it yeah. then all right but mm. yeah yeah it's like if it's if it's not a heck yes then it's a no yeah exactly <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> So then we kind of came together and we started talking about mm. the possibility. We had already started working on something called Creator Academia mm, a little bit yeah. together. Um, and for those of you who don't know, Creator Academia is something that we started working on together to teach entrepreneurs photography skills yeah. and how to like manage that side yeah. of things um, for Finnish people. So if you... Sorry to all of you not from It's coming. Finland. It's coming. We can hint <laughs> at it, but like, yeah. It's coming English at some point. <laughs> yeah. But because we had been doing that a little bit and yeah. we had been working on those things, I think it was then a very natural progression mm. for us to talk about combining our other business yeah. as well. Yeah. So, announcement time for everyone. <laughs> Uh, this year, 2021, is my last year of doing wedding photography under Vivin Media because I'm making way for something really, really exciting and new. Um, and Susanna and I are combining our efforts and launching Takapihalla, Woohoo! which um, for those of you who don't speak Finnish, <laughs> it's like the direct translation of backyard. Yeah, like yeah. at the backyard. Yeah. So in the backyard, in the backyard. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Susanna and, and I are combining our forces and we are launching a new service for wedding couples for, mm. for our brides and grooms. And yeah, basically so that we can focus on our strengths mm. and kind of come together and reach even bigger targets. And yeah. yeah. How do you feel? I feel amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like super excited about that. And it's like, it's honestly like a very huge dream come true. Like I didn't really realize that you can just make these big changes yeah. this fast. Mm-hmm. So it has happened fast. It has like, happened fast. Yeah. <laughs> we made, when did we make the decision? Like 
I think it was like it was maybe last summer. Yeah. Like for me, it's been in the making for a long time, but I didn't have like the courage to do it and the will to do it alone. Like I didn't want to want to do it alone. Yeah. So what I have been talking like with my business mentor has been for a long time that okay, like I'm doing alone like everything in my business and I'm kind of getting tired of it Mm. and I need or I want to create a team around that and then we were discussing about this like I told you about this dream that like this sounds crazy but I'm actually thinking about outsourcing my photography (laughs) like in my photography business (laughs) never heard of before (laughs) (laughs) it's not what usually people do and like maybe I will just hire like another person to do the photo shoots yeah. And then I'm going to do everything else. And that's like the opposite what usually people want to do. Yeah. And then you were like, well, hire me. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, really? Is that like, because I, I thought that you were like, it was m- so important for you to like do that, have yeah. that, like that, that your own thing. Mm. And because we, we have been talking about how our clientele is quite different and everything yeah. so I was like positively surprised like because yeah. I didn't maybe I wouldn't have had the guts to ask you maybe yeah because I thought I was gonna ask you about giving up your dream mm. but instead of what what I didn't know were those processes inside your head yeah also like actually we were both like making our dreams come true with that yeah. decision yeah for sure and I think I remember having that conversation in Kauklahtiet, like the back of some ab- abandoned yeah. parking building. And like, <laughs> we were just sitting there and I was just like, well, why, like, why don't we do it? Like, yeah. why, why not? Like, um, cause I think that I've never been, I've never been so precious about it having to be me, like mm-hmm. having to be my name or having to yeah. be like anything like that. That's not the goal. The goal is for me to provide a service that's like mm. amazing for these couples Yeah, and being able to provide that and give that. That's mm. all I care about. Like, yeah. so I remember you sending me a list of like questions to answer about yeah. like where I see myself in the future and mm-hmm. all of this kind of stuff. And I was just like, I can see this, like I can see this working and not having to sacrifice like any of the Mm. long-term goals that I have. But fast forward to today, like we feel really, really good right now. Yeah. But there's been a little bit of a process of getting Mm. to feeling really good about this. Definitely. Um, The fear is real. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Pivoting is not easy. Like deciding to shift in your business is Mm. not something that like is an easy thing to yeah. do, especially when you've done it for a few years. Like mm. we've been in this a while. Yeah. Um, and it's scary. It's scary mm. to like take all of that, that baby that you mm. brought up and then be like, okay, we're going to move over here. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do things exactly different, like in completely the other way. And yeah. it's almost like that toddler that you've raised. Yeah. Going back to like infant stage, mm. you know? So mm. how, how do you want to talk a little bit about like what kind of fears you were feeling in the process and what yeah. you've been struggling or dealing with? Yeah, what kind of fears? Well, maybe it was like for me it was kind of this fear of um not doing what I had planned to do for mm. so many years because it was like maybe for the last 3 years I had decided that I'm not going to apply for like a teacher's job mm. that I was graduated to become a teacher, but that's not where I see myself. Yeah. Uh, but I want to stay as an entrepreneur. So that was like three years ago. And then ever since that, that was kind of my aim to graduate and to finally do 
like what I have been doing part-time, mm-hmm. full-time. And then kind of to give up on that, that dream that I have been having for three years, I think what I feared was kind of fear of like not being, or may, maybe it was like fear of failure in that sense that I'm not where I, where I thought I would be. Yeah. And kind of like, change, am I, am I going to be a person who changes like all the time what I want yeah. to do? And I can't commit to anything mm-hmm. and and kind of like fear of starting over again. Mm-hmm. Like I thought I'm going to be like ahead of this game. Like now I, I, have been, I have been doing this for a couple of years. Now I know how this thing works. Yeah. I'm finally going to be able to like blossom and bloom and, you know, thrive. And then I have to start all over again <laughs> from the square one. And that was like really scary for me. Yeah. That also means that I have to start the learning curve again mm-hmm. and there's going to be a dip in the revenue. Yeah. And instead of being like over here, mm-hmm. I had to start like everything back up, like from building. scratch. Yeah. From yeah. scratch, basically. So that was like my fear and, and kind of like I was afraid to change my original dream yeah. because of that. Yeah. And I think that like. I think that I also had a similar thing because we're very plan-centered people. Yeah. Like, I think there's an episode that Susan and I did back when honesty time was a thing Yeah, about goal setting. Mm. And it was really funny listening to it now um, when we were preparing for this because I was like, oh, you guys had no idea. <laughs> like, y'all, so cute, <laughs> so naive. Um, but... It's interesting that we both had like very much mm. of this like 10 year plan of like yeah. what's going to happen, what my life looks like in 10 years kind of thing. And it it actually like twisted me into this like process of when I was dealing with that fear, starting to reevaluate why I had made those decisions, mm. if that makes sense. Um, because we all know that like we can't control the outcome yeah. of our lives like we that's not something that's possible mm. to do. So instead of having these plans that are so centered on what I'm doing and mm. like my activities, yeah. why wouldn't I have plans that are centered on my values and the kind yeah. of person that I am mm. and then allow really my good. life to like, you know, flow in, yeah. in the in-between. Yeah, the circumstances can change. Yeah. And, yeah, and when I like went back and looked at it in that way, none of my values have changed. Mm. None of the like end result of what I want to have in 10 years has yeah. changed. It's just my method of getting there has mm. changed. Mm. So I think that that was something that like was really, really good for me. So if you're struggling with that kind of fear of like um, changing your plan or like pivoting mm. or moving in a different direction from where you thought that you would go, mm. like I would highly recommend going through and looking at what the values are of those mm. decisions that you've made and then see whether it's just your method that's changing. Yeah. Because I think that helps bring a sense of peace because you mm-hmm. are still committed to the, the yeah. things that actually matter. Yeah. 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 And what I actually like realized it is that like it's not commitment. It's not like real commitment to like forceful. It's just like hang on these dreams that you once have had. Like it was more like a pride mm. thing. Yeah. Like, that's what I like Ego. realized. Yeah. yeah. So like it's not that, yeah. Maybe maybe like that was one like huge step for me to like set myself free from that. Mm-hmm. Like it's actually pride that's keeping me mm-hmm. like stuck there. Like I'm not gonna change. I'm gonna do what I 
wrote on that piece of paper yeah. <laughs> like three years ago. Like that that's not like real life. Like it's not to like hang on with everything you have to something to, that you have decided. Because I'm actually like, I think I'm wiser now than mm. I was like three years ago. I know life a little bit better now. Yeah. And like it's it's a wise and humble thing to accept changes in life and yeah. then be willing to like shift your dreams mm-hmm. every, with every season that comes like 2020 changed everything for many people yeah. and I think it would have been like so stubborn and kind of like stupid for for us to just like hang on like I'm not gonna change anything like yeah. even though the world is changing yeah so that was like something that freed me from that fear of like oh no I'm not fulfilling this dream that I once have set up for myself but mm-hmm. actually I'm kind of like letting go of my ego and then welcoming whatever life brings me yeah yeah and I think only good things come from like letting go of your ego and yeah. like just leaning into humility mm-hmm. like because the opposite mm-hmm. of that is humility and yeah. like actually putting yourself in a place of being open to possibility and open mm. to shifting and change and like yeah. that's just a good thing mm. I think I also I don't know if you felt any of this but like I I had a lot of fears that came yeah. up that I didn't know existed inside of me like tell when me we, about that yeah I I had this like moment where I literally just like collapsed because I, I felt mm. so paralyzed by this mm. like fear of firstly fear of failure like Mm. fear fear of what if I try Mm. and I fail yeah um secondly I realized that I've never gone into fields that haven't been natural for me if Mm. that makes sense so while we're it wasn't as much a fear of us combining for example Mm. it was more what becomes of Vivian Media like that was like really really scary for me um because basically Vivian Media as you all know we're shifting more into like the podcast form and Mm. coaching and like digging into that side of things Mm. for me and that's something that I've never done before Mm. whereas media is something I've done my entire life yeah and I know I'm good at it Mm. like I know that it's something that comes very naturally Mm. to me um but like it's kind of the same thing as I had with Creator Academia when we first Mm. started I had this fear of like stepping into teaching Mm. and not knowing what I'm doing like was I just a fraud like Mm. you know Mm. so there's this imposter syndrome that like kicks in of like well you don't know what you're really doing Mm. like you shouldn't Mm. step out until you know Mm. and that that was like that was really hard to get over and I think I'm still working through it Mm. like it's something that's not fully gone yet but I'm getting there. Yeah. I think I've realized that like fear is there for a reason. It's there to like, basically our natural body reaction when we feel fear, it's mm. to warn us that something yeah. is happening. It's some something that you need to pay attention mm. to, but you get to decide whether you lean into it mm. or whether you choose to stop and yeah. halt your progress yeah. because of it. Um, and I think I just made like a very like determined decision that mm. I wasn't going to let this stop me. Yeah. Because as I like, you you know me, I'm very much like, I like to examine my feelings a lot. (laughs) So I took that fear and I looked at it in front of Mm. me and I I was examining where it comes from and like all of these things. And I realized that actually I'm more afraid of living a mediocre Mm. life and not reaching my potential than I am 
of the like going through the fears that I currently am Mm, that's so good so like I think that that was something that I learned was that when you feel the fear you have to think of what the alternative is Mm. like yeah you can't have the perfect yeah like life (laughs) you have to choose yeah you're not naturally you're going into something new you're not gonna be like I'm amazing I'm gonna be awesome at this like that's not the natural human reaction if it is for you that's awesome you go but like (laughs) The majority of times it's going to be really hard. Yeah. Like, and it is something that you have to deal with. And, um, yeah. Yeah. That was, that's so uh, interesting that you mentioned that. Cause what I have been thinking about too, is that like, why, why did I, or where did I get the courage or so-called courage to do like this big change to give up my own business and then to get like combine yeah. our businesses together like it like I feel like it's not really I don't don't feel like I'm like courageous of doing that but then it was like I I realized that I'm afraid more of being like stuck for how many years and like staying like staying small for many years and maybe wasting some time yeah and uh, that I am afraid to start something completely new. Yeah. So the fear of kind of like being stuck became bigger than yeah. the fear of just like jumping into a new thing. So it's not that like if you do something big and if you pivot, it's not that uh, you have to do it when you don't feel the fear or something like mm-hmm. the fear is going to be there. But it's just like feel the fear and then do it anyway. Yeah. So that's kind of maybe like a big thing why we both kind of have had the well so-called courage yeah. <laughs> to do it like it's not absence of fear yeah. like courage it's just like doing facing yeah, the fear. yeah yeah it's feeling the fear and doing it anyway yeah so yeah. It, it is courage but it's not like what people usually think when they think of courage yeah. they think that it's like fearless yeah it's it's not it's like full of fear but then you are not letting the fear be the boss of you. Yeah. And or dictate your actions. Yeah. Like that's yeah. I think that that's like something that I've understand that un- started to understand more of as well of like bravery and courage don't yeah. that doesn't mean that you're walking through life like nothing harms you, mm. nothing feels like no, it's you feeling it and then mm. leaning into it and yeah. being like For example, we talk about like superheroes mm. being courageous and like I don't think that that's like a feeling of being outside, you know, harm or outside. It's knowing that the, like, the outcome needs you. Mm. Like, you know, if you want to have the life that you are going to have. Yeah. If you want to save that person, if you're wanting to, you know, it requires action. Yeah. It requires you to move mm. and step forward. Mm. And if you don't, nothing's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So... I think that that was something we started talking a lot as well about like what we want from the future in terms Mm. of our business and lives. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that was like, um, for me that came like very strongly after I graduated and I didn't really expect that process to come like so strongly on me. Like Mm. I started to think about like what I, what I actually want to do with my life now after seven years of studying because I don't have to do anything basically yeah. <laughs> like I'm not tied anymore the world is your oyster yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah like for the first time in so many years like I didn't have that commitment to a certain like city for example mm. like I, I don't have to live in Helsinki anymore 
<laughs> yeah, more about that later. <laughs> and like, I don't, yeah, I don't like have to be in this same kind of spot where I have been mm. for the for the last years. And then the question was, okay, so what do I want? Like now I can do whatever I want. What mm. do I want then? And that is like, well, because my fa- my family is such a big big part of my values, like. Ever since I was a little girl, I always kind of dreamed about my work life around like spending time with family, mm-hmm. like what kind of job I want to have. Yeah. And maybe that's like part of the reason why I applied to become a teacher, because then you have like the perfect mm-hmm. schedule, like you work, you are at work from nine to two mm-hmm. or something like that. And then you have all the weekends off, all the evenings off a big summer holiday and all those little holidays during the year. And that was kind of like my standard. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, I want to have that. I want to be able to spend all the weekends with my Mm -hmm. family. I want to spend evenings with my husband who works like a day job. Mm -hmm. And I just like, my question was, how can I get that without being a teacher, basically? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to be in that world but I want to have those benefits, yeah. <laughs> kind of. And that became my standard. Mm. And then I think that's where, for me, started kind of this challenge. Like, how can I create a work life where I can do what I love and where I'm, like, really good at? Mm. And then have a lot of time off and all the weekends off to spend with my family and to actually have, like, a paid summer holiday, mm. which is not that easy when you're a wedding photographer yeah (laughs) and it's basically like the exact opposite of that Mm -hmm. so that's when it hit me like okay if I want to like what is what is more important for me to kind of keep this dream of being full-time wedding photographer or then to keep my like life values Mm -hmm. which is having a lot of free time to spend with my family and still make a living and well it's it's an easy decision for me so that's where for me it started that okay how can I create a work and like life where I can have a lot of time for my family and I still make a living with my work and I help other people where I'm good at and that became like the the question that I set up for my brain to think about and I really believe that if you ask good questions then you get you make like better decisions I agree so that was a that was a really good process that started then. Yeah. I think it's really important to like to not be af- not be afraid of asking the tough questions yeah. for yourself. Like to actually stop your momentum mm. and to think to like yeah. to actually be like is am I going in the direction that I want to go or does something need to change? Like yeah. picturing your life in the future mm. and realizing where you want to be and making those decisions now to yeah. align yourself with that mm. lifestyle that you want to exactly. have. Exactly. Yeah. And I think we both had that as well. Like we came together and we started dreaming about like what mm. what when we were doing our 10-year plan for our yeah. like business side of things, like a big part of that was what are the things that we want to prioritize mm. like in our personal lives? Yeah. So what is this business? going to like reflect Mm. you know or what is this going to support is the right word yeah and I think that's the right order to make it like you first have to imagine your life and what you want 
to do with your life, how you want your week to look, Mm -hmm. how you want your year to look, and then build your business around that to support that. Mm -hmm. Because it can can go the, the other way around. Totally. Yeah, which is like you just become like the slave of your own business. Yeah. And then you sacrifice your own life for the sake of a successful business and that's going to make you miserable. Yeah. yeah. And your well-being. Exactly. Like, yeah. Your, um, I mean, burnout is real. We talk about that a lot on this podcast. Like yeah. burnout is not something that's fun. It's not something, and I've experienced it multiple times mm. because of my business, because of just mm. like drifting with yeah. the business and yeah. allowing it to consume me. Mm. And that was something that like when we came together, we were like, that's not something that we ever like something that is a really mm, core value for stop, us. It's stopping now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Something that's a core value for us is to mm. actually check on our rest levels mm. and like make sure that we're prioritizing that yeah. so that we can show up at a hundred percent capacity mm. always. Yeah. That we don't have to give half hearted experiences mm. to people because mm. we're, we're taking care of ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And the business model has to, support that yeah and if if it's if it's going like to the wrong direction if we realize that we are like exhausted all the time then we just have to change our business model exactly and i think we we had a really good conversation or we took an entire day and we like thought all of that kind of stuff through and i think that really helped me when the fear started to come up Mm. because i was able to put it in line with with the facts that i did know about Mm. the future that i want to have so I think that that, in a way, that day where we went through all of that stuff also triggered the fear for Mm. me because it became very real and tangible that that change was going to happen. But at the same time, it gave me the tools to tell that fear the truth, you know, and to be Mm. like, actually, we have thought this all through. Yeah. We have a plan in Mm. motion and we're going to lean into it and we're going to step out and, you know in faith and in like Mm. in faith in ourselves and faith in you know the product that Mm. we have and to believe that this is you know building the life that I want to have yeah and this is the way like if I want to live the current life that I have in 10 years time I Mm. can just stay here yeah but if I want to progress to that thing that we had dreamed about Mm. then that's the way that we do it yeah yeah and there's no other way to do it except to step out and make it happen Mm. yeah Mm. So what would you say to somebody who's practically trying to pivot their business at the minute and dealing with hmm. like fear? I think like for for us it was like such a powerful experience to have like that dream day. Mm. Like I would really recommend to everyone to take like one day where you just dream like what 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 your life look like in in the future like if you could have like everything mm-hmm. you wish for yeah. and like if you also like to just picture your like personal life first mm-hmm. and then the second step is to build figure out how the business supports it so just like first to dream that whole picture and then also like expect the fear to come at some point mm-hmm. but i think like um I think you can also just like kind of welcome the fear Mm -hmm. like you can just see okay like this is fear it's okay you can you can be here but (laughs) don't take over you can sit with us yeah but with with us us. not in me (laughs) yeah exactly and kind of like uh, recognize and name the fear Mm. when you're feeling it because if it if it becomes like this weird 
kind of feeling in your tummy like this discomfort and you don't recognize it as a fear it can be more difficult to deal with it but just like welcome the fear and then do it anyway and everything that you dream about your life to be like like that becomes basically like your why why Mm -hmm. you're doing this and just to come back to it like so many times like when the fear comes come back to why you why you started this yeah and I think that's really key like holding on to your why is really really important in Mm. in everything and like I love what you were saying about like feeling the fear and like allowing it Mm. like giving it space and then processing it and giving it time as well to Mm. like process and figure out where it's coming from and Mm. you know not not just like shove it and into a corner or try and like Mm. dumb it down yeah. into the pit of your belly like it's not here it's not here yeah. i'm just gonna keep going acknowledge it's gonna it. come again yeah. <laughs> acknowledge it yeah. and like work with it rather than mm. use it as a motivator like as a yeah. you know tool rather yeah. than trying to brush it aside yeah as if it's not exactly there. exactly yeah and i think um another thing that would be really good for us to talk about is a little bit about how to manage people's reactions to when yeah. you are pivoting your business mm. because I don't know about you, but personally, when I've been telling people that I'm doing this, a lot of the reaction that I have received is just like, are you sure? Like, <laughs> really? Are you, are you really? Like, that's what you're going to do yeah. kind of thing. And a lot of it comes from good intention mm. with people. They're wanting to make sure that you're thinking things through and yeah. like, you know, being smart about the way that you build stuff and yeah. all of that kind of thing. But how do you, how do you deal with negativity? Like yeah. in that sense from your sometimes even close support network Mm. yeah when you're doing like big changes that can really surprise some people and maybe raise some concerns Mm. and uh, I think that's also something that you can expect to happen like Mm -hmm. it's natural and some people just speak out loud before they think Uh (laughs) and it's um yeah maybe I would kind of like take that with curiosity um just like listen okay like yeah this is like how you how you see it and not kind of go to the defensive mode yeah and not like oh well you don't know anything about my business Mm -hmm. like that that would be easy kind of to get that and that is the initial reaction that like bubbles inside of you you want to defend yourself and defend your yeah you don't know anything about business you don't know like yeah you You don't know the process (laughs) i've been through like yeah yeah. but it's the wrong thing to do in that moment Yeah. yeah so i think like for me what has helped me not to be like super irritated and like frustrated in those conversations is just like kind of be curious like okay like that is one side like one point of view where Mm -hmm. you can look at this and then also like when you are explaining why like because usually people just ask like why are you doing this like that doesn't make any sense just like practice like telling your why every time you kind of correct people like well that's not really what you what you just said that's not really what i'm doing like this is actually what i have been planning to do and this is actually the reason why uh, i think i just take it as an opportunity to kind of like uh, tell people why and yeah. to revisit my why too mm-hmm. like okay well actually this is why i'm doing this mm-hmm. and every time it's an opportunity for you to revisit your why and not just be annoyed that people don't get you yeah because it uh, it can be 
a little bit annoying. Yeah. <laughs> but don't let that feeling also yeah. like uh, take the power. And I think it's really important to try and keep in mind the intentions of the person that you're mm. with, like when they're yeah. trying to give you criticism or they're trying to mm. like... Or advice. Yeah, or... You should do this, actually. Express their concerns or whatever. Yeah. Like, I think that it's really important to just pause and think mm. about what their intention is behind what they're saying. Yeah, yeah. Like, is this person trying to help me? Like, mm. it, are they are they trying to push me forward? Are they trying to just like you know, think about me as a human and think mm. about like all the stuff that I have spent so long building that mm. they have seen and they're just trying to make sure, you know, yeah. all of that kind of stuff. Like, it's just good not to burn bridges or react from a place of like offense mm. and to just take take a minute and then also to express your feelings to that mm. person and to be like, hey, actually you doing this is not super helpful for me mm. right now, you know? Mm. And I'm still learning to do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard, but it is really valuable for that mm. person to know that like, hey, actually I have thought of all of those things. Thank mm. you so much for your concern. Mm. But actually, like I just need support right now. Mm. That's all yeah. I need. And that's also like, that can be like said from a place of ego or from a place of humility. Totally. And it makes such a big difference. And it, that is like super hard yeah uh just again not to like put your defense up because yeah. it's it's sometimes like even though we have thought things through like there can be some blind spots for us mm-hmm. and just like to be able to welcome those points of views yeah and then decide not to act on it maybe like yeah. people are really excited sometimes to give advice on <laughs> what they think you th- you should do and what yeah. they would do if they were you and just to say like like thanks about that like yeah. i'm going to think about it yeah and then what you just said like and like i appreciate you giving me exactly. this advice and but I, what i would really like also yeah. <laughs> appreciate is just like support yeah and i think that's the difference between it being a reaction from a place of ego yeah and it being a genuine reaction like yeah. to actually say like hey actually thank you like yeah. i yeah. i do appreciate mm. what you are trying to do and what you yeah. are giving me but it's not always helpful, yeah. you know, like, yeah. so to, to learn how to communicate with people mm. from that place of just like genuine mm. humility, yeah. not like from a place of false humility of yeah. like, oh, thanks, you know, <laughs> and then being like, oh, passive aggressive. Yeah, exactly. Like be real, yeah. like be yeah. actually, yeah, you need people in your corner. Mm. Don't, don't yeah. toss them aside. And also like every time you're doing something big and important, like there's going to be that voices those voices of like criticism and Mm -hmm. it's gonna raise some people's like I don't know confusion about or insecurities about maybe themselves maybe they aren't fulfilling their dreams and that's what they feel like maybe it's like a jealousy sometimes Mm -hmm. like oh you're doing yeah Yeah. it can be yeah it can be a trigger and I think that's also like a sign that you're doing something good and important if you are raising like also some kind of criticism like around you maybe in your industry or something people are that's not the right way to do this yeah and you're just like well who says (laughs) yeah 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 like this is it's part of the process of Mm -hmm. doing something differently is to get that kind of like Mm -hmm. suspicion about like people who are doing it differently than you are yeah I read somewhere a few months ago and it was saying about how like every big move has had opposition. Like every time that something significant happens, Mm. opposition rises. Yeah. So 
it's not always a bad thing mm. that you are raising like an opposition or like a yeah. feelings that are counter to what you're mm. thinking or feeling like it's not always a good thing but like in mm. a lot of cases when you are going to make a big move or a big change that not mm. everybody has seen before yeah it's going to bring stuff up mm. and it can sometimes just be a mark that you are doing something right yeah exactly yeah yeah so now that we have felt the fear and we yeah. have processed it and we are getting ready for this coming year mm. what is coming up this year what is coming up this year 2021 is gonna be an even bigger one <laughs> than last year don't say it <laughs> well like personally for us and our business mm -hmm. well we are like starting like a new company i don't know the english name is it like a joint company or what's what's the name so i think technically it's a limited company yeah maybe yeah. maybe yeah so that's like uh that kind of combines our two brands mm -hmm. which is creator academia for small business owners and photography education and then takapihalla for wedding photography for like small and intimate weddings so those are the two branches mm -hmm. of what we for... are operating together yeah 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 so this year we are kind of like just launching a lot of new services around yeah. those two businesses and launching like the new wedding brand and then like an online course mm -hmm. for Creator Academia and all that. And then like also like just like personal life wise, like you just moved. We both bo yeah. bought like our first homes. Yeah. In 2020, we both yeah. bought a house. It was, yeah, it was <laughs> awesome. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. And it's like, a, it, it was like very similar kind experience. Of, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where it happened kind of like out of nowhere. It was like, yeah. oh, this is happening. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> then we bought a house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like we're moving away from Helsinki to Hollala. Which Where is... the hell is Hollala, <laughs> Susanna? <laughs> Hollala is, it's like a hundred kil kilometers from Helsinki, like an hour away. Is it, it's north? North? It's north, uh, maybe a little bit northeast. Okay. So it's uh, it's next to Lahti, a smaller, smaller town, like 23,000 people. It has 44 lakes. So that's like enough reasons. If you remember, <laughs> Susanna at the beginning of the episode said that she was close to nature yeah. and loved nature and and also close to family. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah. that was one of the big decisions that you made to, yes. to shift according to your values yeah. this year. Yeah, because yeah. we like our family lives like somewhere somewhere else in Finland, mm -hmm. not not really here in Helsinki area mm -hmm. at all. So that's why we wanted to move closer. Uh, so that we have like both of our family members living in that area. Mm -hmm. So there's forest, lakes and, and family. So that's pretty much all, all I need. And then, of course, like that was also a big motivation for me to create a business that is mostly like done online where yeah. I don't have to be somewhere like present. every night. Yeah, present. Mm -hmm. So I don't have to travel as much. So we're gonna. That's gonna be like a change for us too, because yeah. we are now seeing each other a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, and maybe we have to kind of figure out yeah. a way to like work on this business and not see each other like so. But I much. think also 2020 was a really really good practice run for that yeah. because there was a period of time mm. where we weren't able to, or like if one of us had even a slight like cold yeah. symptoms, we wouldn't mm. see each other. Yeah. So we we did a lot of working like. Mm. Etana, um yeah. like remotely like yeah. we yeah. would just skype each other and figure mm. that out so i think 
everything is an opportunity for growth and mm. there's an opportunity to like dig in and change and yeah you know I'm I'm really excited for it I think it's gonna yeah. be awesome and then there's also because there's that distance like when we do drive to see each other and mm. stuff like it's a very intentional time yes. of like needing definitely. to get shit done yeah yeah <laughs> definitely I think it's gonna be awesome I'm really yeah, excited I think so too yeah so 2021 what are you most looking forward to I'm most looking forward to like doing very intentional, productive work and then taking time intentionally totally off. Awesome. Like doing that big kind of like uh, differentiation when I'm working and when I'm not. Mm-hmm. So, so Prioritizing that's like, rest. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like, and that's what I really love about like our kind of this whole process is that we have that same value. Mm-hmm. And then we just, just a couple of days ago, we just kind of planned our whole quarter of holidays or whole year. We did our whole year. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like when, when do we want to take time off and yeah. then just like build a business to support that? Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to kind of practicing that skill. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be awesome. I think it would be cool for us to do an episode in a year from now. Yeah. And do like a, how did we do? How did we do? <laughs> yeah. Holding yeah. on to those days and all of that kind of stuff. But hey, I hope that this episode gave you some really, really practical tools on how to, you know, start to prioritize your values in life and how to lean into the fear and do it anyway. And I hope that this can just be a really big encouragement to you today um, or whenever you are watching. And make sure to connect with us over on Instagram at Media And Susanna, you can find her. I'll link it down below because, you know, we don't know if gonna change by then so (laughs) anyway you can find her links down below and see how to get in contact with her and i'm just really really excited for all that this year brings thank you so much for being on today's podcast it's always so much fun to talk to you it was so much fun yes and until next time bye bye